Welcome to another episode of Divorce Tips. Today we're going to talk about what if your ex isn't following the parenting plan and or denying you time. This is so frustrating, I know, when you are dealing obviously with the freshness of a divorce or maybe you've been divorced for a while and all of a sudden you're just your ex is not following the orders of the court. And we've talked about this a little bit, but specifically when it comes to not following the parenting plan and then denying you time, that can be absolutely aggravating. And you have to be very, very careful on the way that you deal with this because you clearly want to make sure that you're getting your parent time and that you're able to, you know, facilitate and keep that relationship with your kids even after the divorce. Now, you might be asking, what's a parenting plan? I just want to explain really quick. In Utah, this is what we call them. They're going to be, in most states, very, very similar, but they might be called something different. But a parenting plan is basically a legal roadmap of how you and your spouse are going to communicate or co-parent with each other after the divorce. And the parenting plan or the legal roadmap is basically kind of an outline of, hey, this is what we're going to do to communicate about each um, about the kids, things to watch out for, things not to do. And then it's also going to have probably a dispute resolution clause. So it's going to say, well, what happens if you can't make a major decision together? You can't decide together. What do you do? Or it's going to give somebody the decision making, or it's going to tell you, hey, you guys got to go to mediation and you got to resolve this. So that's what a parenting plan is. If you're in Utah or if you're in other states, most likely you have something similar. So what do you do if your your spouse isn't following the parenting plan and they're denying you time? Well, unfortunately, you know, every state in the union, all 50 states are going to have some kind of enforcement action that you can do to enforce the terms of the decree. This is universal. So if your spouse isn't following it, then you are going to be able to some way take that spouse back to court and enforce the provisions of the parenting plan and the decree. Now, you heard me right. It usually means that you have to take them back to court. And I know that that's frustrating because that can be money. That can be time. That can be emotions that maybe you just don't have. So these are my tips. I always tell my clients that you want to wait until you have three major violations of the orders to be able to make it worth it to go back to court. So get your journals out and make sure you are recording and writing down everything, whether it's major or minor, that's happening with your spouse in a journal. You want to be able to know the date. You want to know the circumstances around it. You can even put the paragraph that they're violating in the parenting plan and or order. And you can put that right in your journal. And then if there's any evidence to support it, say a text message, an email, um, you know, a school record or the like, even print that out and put that right in that journal to just save it. That's going to help you because when you get to three major violations, then I say, okay, guns a blazing. This is why it's worth it to take it back to court. The reason why is three major violations will then make it so that the court can see that this person is clearly not wanting to follow the decree. You have to remember that these orders or these, these actions that you take to enforce are 
are to bring somebody into compliance. They're not to punish. So the, a lot of times the court doesn't want to punish the person violating. They want to bring them into compliance. Now, they can do that in a lot of ways by punishing them, by granting attorney fees for you having to bring the action or sanctioning them. In Utah, they could get jail time. They could get a thousand up to a $1,000 fine. So there are different ways of sanctioning somebody for not complying with the decree. So when you have those three major violations, it gives more meat to the order that makes it so the court can then really sanction that person to hopefully make it so that they won't violate it again. And by doing that, it makes the time, the emotion, the money that you might spend in doing it a little bit more worth it because you clearly can see that there's a pattern. It's not going to stop and you need the courts to get involved to do it. So um, the best thing to do is keep that journal, keep and collect that evidence. And then once you get three major violations, go talk to your attorney about filing a contempt action in court to help them be in compliance. And if the court really does find contempt, then those sanctions can help hopefully move forward so that they'll stop doing what they've been doing, which is violate the decree. And at the end, in Utah especially, if you, can, if you hold your spouse in contempt, a lot of times the court will grant you attorney fees to get your monies back that you paid to hold that person in contempt. So that would be my advice. If your ex is not following the parenting plan and or denying you time. Thanks till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, follow and share. I'd love to hear your questions and feedback. You can contact me at community at jillcoil.com. See you next time. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. Any advice given on the podcast is general and shall not be construed as legal advice.